<laughs> Hello, I've missed you. Oh, sweetie, come here. Come here. Does he still blow raspberries? Every yeah. night. Oh, thank you. It's okay. It's so weird. Yeah, super weird. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, hole at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to date, CJK and Bea. Let's get the neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast and we overanalyze the recent episodes of Neighbours that have just gone to air. I'm Vaya. I'm here in the mobile pirate net studios from CJ's house, aka that spare apartment that Izzy used to live in when she was having an affair with Carl. Yeah. CJ, hello. Hey. And we have a new guest. Renee Turner. Hi, Renee. Hi. Renee, I don't want to define you by your status as, as a mother, but your big connection to neighbours is that you are the mother of quote unquote baby Hugo. Yes. In real life, John Turner. I actually thought about starting a blog called Baby John's Mum. It's a great, that's a great blog name. Also, you're one of the Rebecca's sister wives, really, by, by product of this. Yeah, at an event recently, somebody thought I was uh, Ryan's wife and went, are you his long-suffering wife? And I was like, what? No. And she goes, oh, but you were smiling at him. And I was like, oh, I (laughs) smile at lots of people. And then I said to him, oh, my God, this lady thought I was your wife. And he goes, well, technically I'm the father of your child. And then Scarlett's mum, Julie, was like, what was that? And he goes, technically I'm the father of yours too. I'm like, oh, Dude. Gone to a strange place. It did. It went real fast. <laughs> and that was the day we had the episode of her final screening. So we'd all been crying. Oh, and then Eve's he, final screening. Yes. Just took it to a bad place. Yeah. A lot of emotions in that day mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Oh, so you get to go to stuff like Eve's last episode. Yeah, but John didn't get to. So, like, we get to go to stuff and then he's too little. Yeah, it's not like he would have been sad that he missed <laughs> missed that. No. How old is John? He'll be two next month. Oh. <gasps> Mm. And how old was he when he got the role? You're testing my brain. Um, He was nine months old. Oh, it's been been that long, has it? Yeah. Mm, April last year. I don't know how many months difference he's meant to be. He's not too far apart from the age that Hugo's meant to be, is he? I think it's two. By the time it airs, I think it's two months. I mean, he didn't show up. He wasn't born on Neighbours like other babies are born on Neighbours. So they can just fudge that. Yeah. Yeah. Not like... Pages, baby. Yeah, baby gigantor. <laughs> we knew exactly how old he was meant to be. Yeah, 85. He's so beautiful, though. I've met yeah, him. Yeah, he's gorgeous. So sweet. He's gorgeous. He just wasn't a newborn. But he's in, like, prep now. <laughs> now, we'll walk it back because apart from stage mum life, because you accompany John to set, or, what do you call it? Taking John to work. Yeah, you call it his job. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it is his job. <laughs> But you, before you were in stage mum life, what sort of world did you belong in? Okay, so I was a hairdresser. Well, I still am. I work at a hairdressing salon on a Saturday, but I've been doing that at the same salon for 16 years. Whoa. Yeah, so I started when I was 18. Um, and now I do Tupperware and Arbonne. Because oh, I can Arbonne do too. them around John. What's Arbonne? Uh, skincare essential oils, protein shakes, meal yeah. replacement shakes. Energy oh. fizz sticks, protein bars, you name it, they've probably got it. Now, I knew of John because we've got a mutual friend, Renee. do. So I would see him on Instagram. Iconic so, yeah. John. So I would see Iconic John. And then one day, Hugo appeared in our lives on TV. And I was like, that's 
that's iconic John. So how did this happen, him getting the role as Hugo Rebecca Summers? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We submitted him um, at a Pregnancy and Baby Expo to win a year with an agency, with Bettina Management. Didn't win, um, but they rang everyone. And they were like, we'd love to represent your child. So we said, we'll do it for a year. It'd be cool if he's in a big W catalogue or something, like my baby cousin, because they still talk about it and they've got the catalogue at home. He was also a baby on Neighbours once. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Don't ask me who's baby. Don't know. Yeah. They submitted him for this job and I get this like, we recently submitted John for a role on Neighbours and they'd like to see a self-audition video. So I have this, yeah. <laughs> What's a baby do to self-test? I still have the video. I can show you. So they just wanted to know, like I had to stand next to him and hold him and give like his stats, like his height and stuff. But we were away and my husband had crashed our car. So we had like stayed in a motel the night before the bike had gone through the glass roof of our car and we had checked out of the motel, picked up a hire car and I had to submit this video by 5.30. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. We don't even have anything to measure him in. We filmed it in the Horsham Plaza on the baby change table in the parents' room. Wow. And he still got the job. It was like the dingiest, dirtiest room ever. Great. I mean, he's well cast. Mm. So I it's mean, the ears. Whose side of the family do they? Those ears come from, Renee? Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> those Rebecca, beautiful Rebecca yes, ears. They're my husband's ears. I have gathered from you that John has taken to this lifestyle like a duck to water. He loves it. People are like, oh, what's it like? Is it really hard? I'm like, he gets excited. If he sees the opening credits to Neighbours, dada, dada. I was like, yes. We went to Neighbours the other day to, for them to do my head, and he went. Dada, dada, I was like, oh, dada's is, on holiday. Is he referring to Ryan? Yes. Dada! Yeah, yeah, so we don't call my hubby is um, daddy or dad. Ryan is dada, and it's very, very different. Like, he knows one from the other. Oh. So if he's talking about Ryan, he'll say dada. That is precious. Does Ryan have children? Yes. Yeah, okay. two. And did you tell me that John said dada? In like his second appearance? Yeah. So in the, I, don't, I think it was the second episode... Like, you know, Cindy rocked up with him and there was that shock and it was like the last snippet of the episode. In the next episode when they did um, the paternity test, oh yeah, mm. they sat down and they're like, the paternity test reveals that you are the father. John said, Dada. No. And they wow. kept it and everyone in the whole studio was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. It is amazing. It, it is. weird. But he's done weird things like that often. But this was definitely like the best one. And what's his favourite neighbours related word to say? Yashvi. <laughs> so cute. Yes, but he doesn't like I don't want Olivia to find out. He doesn't know who she is. Yeah. Like they work together, he likes her because she's pretty and he likes pretty girls. Mm. But Yashvi's just a fun word to say. It is fun. Previously, we want the foundation to be a roaring success. Yeah. So the Sonia Rebecca Foundation will be launching next week. Be talk me down. We've been teaching him all the names. Like mm. Carl is Carla. And Susan is Susie. And I was like, no, 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 Carl and Susan. And it's either Carla or Carlo Ooh. and Susie. He'd love Carlo. I know, that's, what's, that's what Jackie said. John's well cast. And when I'm looking at you, who's his actual mother, you have these big, beautiful blue eyes like his actor mother. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, you know, genetically well cast too. That's Did they say you? I went to his audition. So after his self-audition video, he did an audition Mm -hmm. and I had to take him. I drove from Apollo Bay Mm because we were still away. 
to do the audition. Yeah. Literally, they put him down next to a dummy on the floor to make sure they were a similar size. So if they have to use the doll in place of him, uh-huh. in, they use a the doll in the pram a lot. Used, the scripts used to say, Hugo, doll. Or Hugo, <laughs> baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So they did that and then just passed him around to see what he was like with strangers. And he's cruisy. Yeah. No, yeah. He's chill. That's quite lucky. But, I, I mean, I think this is the right kind of story because if you're like an obsessive stage mum, then they would probably be turned off by you. But you were just like, yeah, let's give it a oh, try. I rocked up in my Nikes with a hole in them. Mum's like, what did you wear? I was like, um, something that didn't have vomit on it because, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was nine months old. But you weren't a package deal. <laughs> no. But, you know, if you're like a stage mum, I just hmm. – mum's like, oh, that will work in your favour. I'm like yeah. – just a job. Like at the time, it was for twelve episodes. Mm. Oh, really? Nine. Like it was. Oh. It was a very limited. What they gave me was quite small. Did you watch Neighbours as a kid? Yes. What was your era? Delta. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Speaking my language, we had to fast forward Delta. It broke my heart when we we did an A bite for Patreon and went to fast forward her. But I mean, that's okay. I'm wearing she's still Del- with us, right? Yeah, I'm wearing Dream by Delta Goodrum this evening. So. Oh dear. <laughs> it's I get compliments on it all the time. Fair enough. Why did you stop watching? I assume you stopped. Ooh, Most people do. My husband's going to hate me. He wasn't particularly interested in my particular um, viewing choices. And basically that was the, the beginning of our relationship marked the end of my earlier love affair with Neighbours and Home and Away. Irony that now that your relationship has created a reason to watch Neighbours again. That's very true. I didn't think of that actually. <laughs> you can't escape. <laughs> no. Do you guys all watch John together? Sometimes. He's a shift worker. So John and I watch a lot alone because we wake up in the morning and he goes, TV? And you go, are you okay? <laughs> and he goes, Thomas? And I was like, no, no, we're not watching Thomas. Yashvi? And I was like, that's what he calls it. But I then, but I don't actually know, I don't believe that he knows that that means I'm going to put neighbours on. And it's just a good word. Does yeah. he recognise himself? He used to and he was like a super diva about it. He'd be sitting in his high chair at dinner and he'd watch when he was on the screen and then when the scene would change, he wasn't there anymore, he'd stop. And I was like, you can't do that. You have to respect the craft. <laughs> You're like, Yashvi's got a good scene coming yeah. up. I'm going to watch that. Amazing. We'll talk more about it because it sounds like this, you know, like John's going to win an Oscar. Like he found his calling very early. They've already made those jokes. On the day he said Dada, they were like, yeah. he's going to get an Oscar. This is going to be, that's you're going to be telling that story at some at Vanity Fair party. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. yeah. now they're all on Margot alert. They're mm. like, we've got to discover the next one. Yeah, so everyone's hyper aware. She's so amazing. He could play her son. He <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, he could. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay, let's do some Neighbours Council business and then we'll talk about the deep dive episode we're going to talk about. The business, again. The main item of Neighbours Council business is that we are here back to back a week after last week because everybody came to the party on Patreon and we hit our 50 patron goal. That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, And not just that, we're up to 53. So smashed it. Middle of the week, I'm like, all right, gals, let's record again. Kate's got a cold, otherwise she'd be here too. Um, She's wrapped, by the way. She, I'm sure she wouldn't want us to say that. Oh, stoked. Um, next time we have burgers, they're on Patreon. And I will thank the people that got us over the line. Hannah, Adele, Sarah, Anna and Nick, friend of the show, signed up at Tourage level even though he's not a Tourage fan. Won't hold that against him. Thank you. And Karen and Chris Plus, a special thank you to Brett, friend of the show, who gave a PayPal donation. So you oh. can you do have that option on our website, neighbourspod.com, if you are not interested in Patreon. However, patreon.com slash neighbourspod is where the action is at. I've uploaded 
a buddy watch episode where my best mate Joe and I watched The Day After Tomorrow, the disaster movie, and it was so fun. This weekend I'm putting up a neighbite of CJ and I watching an Olden Days Neighbours episode from 2002 with retro Toadie and retro D. It's colourful. Yes. I mean, the actual footage isn't. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, it is, but it's like orange and red yeah. and brown. Neutral tones. <laughs> Earthy. Yeah. And let's think of what we can do when we hit 100 patrons because I want to do something crazy. 100. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought that this would ever happen? I didn't think. But you know what? Like the secret, you just put it out there. I just asked. Yeah. All you no, can no, do is ask. But you just put 100 out there. I know I did yeah. because I, I already it popped into my head just now. When we hit 100, I want to go to Pinot Court and just do a live stream. <laughs> Oh, with the security guard telling us to leave? We might have to ask someone for permission. Oh, well, we know someone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble. That's really the only Neighbours Council business, other than we're still campaigning for the Logies, for John's Dada, Ryan Maloney's up, Eve Maury's up, Neighbours is up. I mean, they're so amazing in them. And all the videos they're putting up of her are just exquisite. She, yeah. Oh, she's just radiating love and joy. I did love her two-minute challenge. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yes. So cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, tvweeklogieawards.com.au to vote on the 24th of June for all the neighbours categories. That's the end of the business. Vote it as much as you can. Wait, that's not the end of the business. Renee has just had her head shaved for charity. We should throw some support behind that. Yes, please. I have a goal and I'm not there yet. I'm over 2,000. I'm set at three. Mm -hmm. I really want six, but only because I'm competitive and someone I know got six. And I was like, but I've got like neighbours people. Yeah, come on. Surely having a child star in the family gets Mm. like magical superpowers for for charity. Those cast members must have some shallow pockets if you haven't doubled your goal yet. Yeah. Have you got them to share it yet? Sharon did a live stream. Beautiful Sharon. I know. She's so lovely. So it's the world's greatest shave. Mm. We'll share it. Jump on my Instagram. U-B-E-R underscore Q-T. And the link is in mine or on Iconic Joint. And because I just met you tonight and you've already done The Greatest Shave, Mm -hmm. what was your hair like before that? I had hair down just below my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, Turns out my part is very strong. I had all the like, I've had a baby flyaways at the temples. Yes. So I'm hoping that it'll all grow back nicely. Mm. But But it's going to take a while and I'm freezing. Oh, it's a great time of year. Mm -hmm. So that's the business. We are moving into the deep dive, which is Wednesday the 12th of June. I was actually aiming to do the episode where Toadie and Andrea went to Hepburn Springs, but I got the dates wrong and we're doing Wednesday, which is after they come back. But that's fine because it turns out that was a more interesting episode anyway. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about what happened on Tuesday. Tuesday, people have dug up, Mark, someone's dug up the information that this bloke Ian in Hepburn Springs. Mm. CJ, can you describe Hepburn Springs in a nutshell? Um, It's where the mineral baths are. Spa country. Yeah. It's also got a a large gay population, which basically means it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Has good restaurants. It's a tourist location in a country town. And this gent, Ian, is, I guess, a full-time crystal salesman. Yeah, and I think if that was going to exist as a role, that is where it would exist. Yeah, perfect. Mm -hmm. Ian wears an apron and Mm. is around crystals and has like a visor, like a binocular microscope visor. He's just really in deep with the crystals. Yeah. And I'm sad we didn't get more of him this week. I mean, I feel like we're going to get more of him, right? Well, there's another ginger, which we'll get to. There's a, there's a lot of ginger gents that we'll be seeing. And he's obviously doing the circuit because, I mean, the presumption is that he was selling crystals at the market. 
in the s- Tasmania's Salamanca markets. Hold well on. <laughs> Cheers to that. Saying that again. Oh, I've heard that one a few times. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, in fact, actually, Renee, you know what's to come. Do you know what's really funny about that? So I watched this week. Sometimes I'm behind, but I knew I was coming, so I had to watch. And I've realised that what I know might not actually be what I thought it was anyway. What do you mean? Oh, okay. With the whole D Andrea thing. I know Madeline West was in the building. John's done scenes with her. But you don't, I don't know what I actually know. But you don't necessarily get the resolution scenes or the... If John's not in it, I don't know what's happening. I've watched things and gone, oh, does that, is that what happened? Which correlates to when I was back in my dark days as a neighbour's extra. And I watched the show at the time. And so I always enjoyed a little teaser of what was to come. But you did have to piece the jigsaw puzzle together yourself. Because you'd be <laughs> like, oh, okay, today... Carl and Izzy are having a fight or whatever it is, but you mm. might not know what led up to it, what the outcome's going to be. You just know that exact moment and that's it. That's right. So it's like a choose your own adventure story, except someone pulled out chunks of pages everywhere and I'm just like flicking to what's left. To be honest, that's how it feels as a viewer with this storyline. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just, yeah, I don't know if anyone knows who Madeline West is. It's been a great time online though. <clears throat> the <clears throat> theories have been fun, so fun. It's ludicrous and it's beautiful. I mean, look, oh, and, and we say this, everyone who criticises the show with love or whatever says this, but, oh, it's not realistic enough. You know what? I don't want real life on Neighbours anyway. Because sometimes, yeah, you've got to go to the bizarre places mm. and this week I learnt some good lessons about horse entrepreneurship and I didn't know I was going to get that so yeah I mean I mean there's a lot of talk about horse entrepreneurship in my house already so I didn't need it um but you were happy to be away with the crystals yes I was very happy about crystals for a moment I thought maybe he's selling salt lamps and I could get one one of them did look salt lamp-esque yeah I mean look really that's a big business so good on Ian the information that Ian puts forward is that well he thinks Andrea is Karen. You already know I met Karen in 2009. She was in town for a funeral. I believe it was her sister. Yeah, it was hard for her to talk about. They hadn't spoken in a while and her parents passed a few years earlier. Which checks out with IRL Cecile Bliss's mm-hmm. funeral. So it all ticked the boxes and that's all Toadie needed to know. He's like, well, that's her. That was her. Dee's alive. And that she's living in South Africa. Oh, yes. That she's married someone else. Doesn't want to be found. Doesn't, well, doesn't need to track anyone down. Clearly. She's been gone for so long. Yeah, 16 years. Jesus. So uh, I think, and I forget the real word, but it's exposition, right? Like he just throws all this stuff into like these five minutes. I mean, he did have a cup of tea with them and they sat down and had a chat. So, <laughs> But he said things like, oh, it was weird because he went to, she was at her sister's funeral and they hadn't spoken for years. Like he just like threw in all of this stuff to like cement that it was D. And it was, yeah, it was all right on the tip of his tongue. It mm. wasn't like, oh, geez, you, we're going back a bit now, aren't we? Because Andrea, Andrea, whatever, um, she had to be hypnotised to get these memories. Ian, not so much. Oh, he was like, here's my memories, bang. Ian's fresh as a daisy. Yeah. Toadie has this road trip with Andrea and he gets all sad because he's reminded that the last road trip he took was when he took his wife to die. Behind the scenes, P.S., the direction to Hepburn Springs and where we actually filmed that scene are totally not the same. And I just kept going, you weren't on that road with her. That's not the way we came. <laughs> Wrong direction. Yeah. Kate, our usual co-host, is a stickler for geography. and She won't like that. No, she was not. We feel, they filmed that scene in like St Andrew's Beach. Yes. 
correct me if I'm wrong, Hepburn Springs is the opposite direction. I don't know where St Andrews Beach is. Mornington Peninsula? Yes. Oh, okay. In fact, let's take a little sidebar. Can you take us back to that day? That Oh, my God. That day. That was the worst. Oh. Eve's, Sonia's last scenes when she died on the beach mm-hmm. and little Nellie and Hugo were playing in the distance with big brother Callum. Yes. Tell me things about that day. How was that? How did it go? It what did you have to do? Horrible. In, emotionally? It was horrible. Emotionally? Emotionally, it was mm. so sad. So they tried to film that scene and parts of it had been filmed weeks before and the weather was crap. Mm. So we got like a safety warning, you can't come, we're calling it off for the day. So we, by the time we got there, everyone was so ready just to get it over and done with, which sounds awful. But we sat on the beach, we watched the scenes. One of the ADs gave me the audio. She's like, do you want to listen? I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't know why I was listening. I bawled my eyes out because we have to sit so far back. We can't hear anything. I don't know why I put that in my ears. I can't unhear it. It was so, so sad. And like hearing that and watching John play with Scarlett and Morgan in the background. And then when they did some extra shots, we had to like keep the kids away from watching because they didn't want the kids to see her like slump in his arms oh, God. So some, but they also couldn't make noise so we had to like somebody had to jump in front of them and do like a happy dance or try and get their attention so that they weren't actually watching what was happening it was quite hot that day and eve got so sunburned through the back of her little dress and emotionally because john spent all his time with these cast members so you formed a close bond with them yep and because you were watching a young family fall apart yeah Yeah. and you're watching it as a parent so watching it as a parent going oh my god if that was me like what would happen to john how would my you know yeah see um but Mm. they are they were like his other family so taking him to neighbors is weird but wonderful and i don't know i would have coped if it hadn't been for even ryan because they're just so amazing like they genuinely could probably not love him more if they were if he was their own child i'm gonna cry i know so um can we get that logie's address up again and so to see her go was yeah too much takes us to wednesday's episode we start with sad toad flicking through the wedding album with oh early 2000s him him and Dee. did have a big laugh at that did he the physical appearance because you go from like the mullet toad to the like i don't know a bit more sleek toad and then you've got what we know now he's a bit like um olivia benson on after 20 years of svu you can track exactly which season by the hair and the fashion choices he's been up all night because he's been presented with this information from ian the crystal salesman that Mm. his wife's still alive and he just on face value takes it to find out that she was willing to be catapulted from a car swim away to tasmania presumably and then never want to see him again like, what did he do to her? Well, that's why a lot of the, the big conspiracy theories online seem to be that Dee was the assumed mm-hmm. persona and Karen was the original bliss girl. And maybe it's if it's witness protection or if it's a cult or if it's brainwashing or if it's or something. I'm desperate to know. And I'm avoiding spoilers like the plague. I do not want – I want it to wash over me like a Werribee wave at the beach. Like – there's some stuff in that water. <laughs> yeah, that would not have been a pleasant swim for those Mr. and Mrs. Rebecca. No wonder she kept going. Yeah. yeah. CJ, what's going on back at Andrea's apartment in Geelong? From last time we realised that she eats a lot of chips and has a lot of wine. Um, but So she's back at the apartment getting things prepared, I guess, for her next trip down to Melbourne. She seems to be there all the time now. Which is a little, a little bit more plausible than all of the day trips they used to take to Tasmania. It is a short flight. But it's the faffing around the airport that always got me. That's true. Checking in. That, and they don't have any money. 
I um, keep giving it to con women. Yeah. The same one. Yeah. <laughs> or her mother. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they paid her a wage. Family. And it, well, yeah, they give it to anyone. And who knows what's happening with the nursery now. So she's there. The, there's a knock at the door and it's Ian. They're getting hot and heavy. Yeah, when you said you want to see more of Ian, I was like, I'm pretty sure with the change in the rating, we might see more than we need to. Yeah. <laughs> we get this aftermath conversation with Andrea on the phone to mum, Nanny Alice. Mm. In her rough as guts, bogan voice, oh, just it. be like, oh, God, never want to do that again. We're out to hit burn springs. <laughs> he thinks it's a bad idea that I've told to be that Dee's still alive. I think the guy needs a reality check, okay? She put a little disappearing act, disappeared, broke his heart. That's fine. But you know what? He's got to take her off that bloody pedestal he's had her on. So it's almost like Ian was there for a paid service. More than one. Um, so, no, so he says... Did I take it too far? Like he said one thing that wasn't true or what was the line? Tony believed every word. Yeah, because we only fudged one detail. <laughs> the rest of it was true. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be better for you if you just let him keep thinking Dee's dead? And they both said, oh, we don't need to say where Dee really is. Are they saying that Andrew is the real Dee? I can't deal with it. Renee, do you have theories that won't yeah. get you into trouble? Not at all. So when we were watch- when I was watching tonight, like to recap, I went, Oh, my God. If Dee comes back, is it really just Andrea? Because all I can think now is that it's just Andrea. But that's not a spoiler because I I genuinely don't know anything. (laughs) I need to reiterate that. I know nothing. I don't think any of them know. But I don't want her to come back either because what good is that going to do? You've left. You didn't come back. You're presumed dead. I don't know what he did in that car once it hit the water and the camera stopped rolling. Something went down. But it must have been something bad. Puffy and Dippy and... Andrea keeps saying, we need to get to the bottom of this for the sake of Toady. This could bring him real happiness. Are they implying that after 16 years they're supposed to play happy families like nothing has happened in between? He's going to get that decor lunchbox out of the cupboard. Oh, my God. I bet it's still in there. CJ's referring to a plot we watched back in 2002. Tupperware mm. doesn't die. No, it doesn't. Probably a bit of Tupperware in the Lester's Lake over the years too. Probably. Oof. Don't know what's in the bottom of that lake. <laughs> D could be in there. <laughs> Did we check the lake, Tony? <laughs> oh, there we go. Sonia's watching over it with her friendship tray. Oh, no. He's... That was pretty sad to watch, too. Yeah. Was that funeral day a sad day? Interestingly, I don't know if you noticed, John wasn't at that funeral. Oh, that's right. He was with Andy. We handed him over in the rotunda. We thought he was going to scream blue murder. And they're like, it's fine because if he screams, it makes sense he'd be unsettled because the, the mood of the house is not right. I'm like, cool. <laughs> he was fine. And then they were, like, disappointed that he hadn't lost his nana. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> God, he, he can only turn was, it on so it many was, times. It was super sad. So I actually cried when I saw the picture of her and Nellie in the oh. frame because they took those photos and, like, all four of them were in those photos. John was not behaving that day. So I have a lot of those photos. None of them are particularly excellent. So they just used Sonia and Nellie. Even just looking at those was a bit sad. Back at the Rebecca house, we have a scene where Willow's back in town because I guess she doesn't have I love Mika. school commitments. Does Hugo, does John call her anything? Does he call Nellie anything? Uh, the other day he went on set, Scarlet, Scarlet. And we're like, you can't say that. Um, so he calls her Scarlet, but we're working on, um, I think we're working on Scarly because it's a cross between Scarlet and Scallywag, which is apparently what they also call her. 
Oh, that's so sweet. But it's good that he knows the real names too because – Oh, no, we try not to use the real names for anyone. Because the Olsen twins thought that was Uncle Jesse for like a decade. They they, they never used the yeah, real names. But then names. you've got like surrogate uncles anyway yeah. and aunties, so it yeah. kind of works. Mm. It's okay. Mm. But Scarlett, we've been calling her Scarlett since before he could talk yeah. and it's a hard habit for me to get out of. Maybe he should just start learning how to say sis. Mm. Do you know who loves Mika? Scarlett. Oh. On the day they were filming something, she put Mika's shoes on her feet for her because Mika had taken her heels off because her feet were hurting. <laughs> and Scarlett helped her put them on a doormat like Cinderella. That, she genuinely loves her. That is precious. It would be like meeting a fairy princess. That Totally. That, that girl is beautiful. Mm. So Kersha is not in many scenes these days, but she just comes in and owns it on yeah. Wednesday. She has full sass mode. Toadie floats it with everybody, like what if Andrea came around to see Hugo because she's now got this currency over them. Mm. And Kirsch is like, no, guys, adults in my family, uh, what if we don't let this woman to come in and cause upheaval in our stable home? What about Mel? Andrea and Heather both mess with her. You don't think this will make her scared? Uncle Toad decides who comes over. It's his house. And ours. We're living here too. It should be somewhere I feel safe. I can totally, like Kersha was, you know, all power to her. But also, like, I just feel like she should have a relationship with her son, even if she's an evil bitch. She should, but why does it have to be immediately right now? Because um, she's already missed a lot of attachment time. <laughs> he is pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. I'm, oh, I'm he's, biased. He's heaven. <laughs> he's heaven. But if she was a murderer the courts would still be trying to get them to have a relationship. Oh, that's I'm not against her having a relationship. I just thought it was really weird that firstly they didn't get anything drawn up legally. Mm. I mean, it's Toadie. <laughs> it's Toadie. One, that's the least of his concerns. Yeah. But he's also a lawyer. Yeah, but he's God. not that into the lawyering. True. I mean, has he been a lawyer since Sonia died? I don't think so. I think Imogen probably still does it he's but been, via email. Yeah. Willow says, well, I'm getting okay vibes from mum, so let's just have – Willow's – Andrea's daughter from another time, who sometimes is weirdly still in Toadie's life in a weirdly non-paternal – they had this weird hug that I'm like – I watched that and went, oh, that was hard to watch. It was really it strange. Was bizarre. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think anything of it. That's oh, weird. Oh, no, it was awkward. It was like a – She put her arm around happy him. too. Is that what she said? Like, um, mum looks happy too? It was just a strange role. I almost think... She should have just put her hand on his arm and gone, like, mum's happy too. Like, yeah. I appreciate what you're doing. Or just give him a pat on the shoulder. Something. Not... It was, yeah, it was awkward. You need to go back and rewatch. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch. It's getting it. to the point where I'm thinking if Neighbours was one beat more insane, they would go there romantically. Well, he's going to need no. a new partner. Oh, <laughs> No. He is. So the, he is. when he uh, – first time I saw him sport his um, Sonia Rovecki Foundation T-shirt, oh. I said, ooh, nice T-shirt. And he goes, yeah, you lose a wife, you get a new T-shirt. <laughs> I was like, ooh, grim, okay. Gallows humour from Toadfish. So Callum was his adopted son, mm-hmm. well, foster first and then adopted. So I feel like they've got that vibe. Willow is his son's sister. Okay, yep, sure. And his – and, yeah, both his sons, his sister's sister. Huh? She's – oh, no, she's not. Sorry. Yeah, she's – sorry. Forget that. Yeah. <laughs> You've been getting on the sauce every episode. Yeah. All um, my guests keep bringing wine. <laughs> so, Hugo, your son. Mm. Um, <laughs> Do you accidentally call him Hugo? No. Okay. Just me then. He doesn't respond to <laughs> it and he doesn't respond to John either. <laughs> and so, Toadie is like her stepdad. 
in an adoptive kind of way. I guess. It just it was just a creepy. Yeah. It, the hug was no good. Was, they should have got another take on that hug. He's going to marry Amy. Everyone knows this. Because we want, we want Amy. Amy's got to come sniffing around. Because no. Remember when she had a little crush on Toadie mm. back when he was on hiatus from Sonia? Not Did that, she? It was, they were kicking the footy around with Jimmy and stuff. Because mm. Sonia and Toadie had a relationship break after, you know, your mm. son was conceived. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> they, it wasn't long, really. No, it in was the a couple of weeks. Things. Thank goodness. Because if it had been any long, she didn't have long. Shit. Oh, God, don't go there. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. But in that time, Amy sort of thought, oh, yeah, this is a man. <laughs> He's here. He's here. And then in the blink of an eye, he was back with Sonia. She looks pretty busy at the moment, not going to lie. She's got a few options in front of her. I I think she could probably leave Toadie alone. There's a gorgeous scene. Andrea comes over for the visit for lunch. They're like, all right, Kersha, you and Nell go in another room. That's their compromise. Everybody puts Kersha in a corner. Someone go to Harold. Like, take Nellie to Harold's. You're safe. Go to the movies. It's Aaronsborough. Like Finn Kelly's a good bloke now. You're all safe. (laughs) Apparently. Beautiful Hugo. Andrea comes in and I'm pretty sure he says something like, who's that? It sounds like... Oh, I didn't listen that closely. Who's that? Who's that? I can't thank you enough for the invite. And he's reticent around her. And then he seems almost a bit grumpy. He really loves Ryan. Like a whole, whole, whole lot. And Madeline had made a point of not... Holding him. Perfect. Until they had their first scene together. So that wouldn't have been Wednesday. It would have been the one before, I think. He said mum a lot in that day. But I, he could see me. I thought he couldn't see me. And then he said mum. I'm like, <gasps> so I hid. And then because he couldn't see me, he said it a lot more. Um, but she made a point of not holding him until their first scene together. So he was just like, who is this? I don't like it. And to be handed off from Ryan to her was just not okay. Wow. Mm. Did they, did they not have any scenes back when she was in the psych ward? Mm-mm. Did they, when they took everyone Never. to Tasmania? That was the first one. Mm-hmm. So we, I'd met her because she'd directed a few. Oh, nice. Um, never so she said to me one day oh you must be the other child like co-child wrangler because I was with our child supervisor Caro and I'm like oh yeah hi I'm Renee thinking like yeah I'm a child wrangler I'm a parent that's what (laughs) that's what we do and Caro goes oh no this is John's mum and she's like oh is in my son Hugo I was like yeah (laughs) sure that's weird but they've never had a scene together until what's aired this week that's great I love a bit of method Mm. so they'd be the scripts that said um Hugo doll the pram was there with the dog. Oh, yeah, back in Tasmania. Back in, yes. Yeah, back in the day. But I love the method behaviour of I'm not going to hold oh, yeah, him until she was he, all yeah, over it. She was, was like, perfect. I hope you don't think I'm being rude, but I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. You do yeah. you. Like, yeah, whatever works for your job. That's the biz. Then there's a bit of Kersh assault when she stays till after lunch and Kersh is reading a book and she's like, what are you reading? She's like, it says on the cover. I don't remember what it's about. What's it about? I don't know. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't swear. Um, but then the, she's won over by the dog. Clancy betrayed us all by being – I thought he was going to bark at her for a minute. I'm like, good, Clancy's going to out her. And then he just slobbers all over her. He I don't know, He slobbers man. all over everyone. He licked – like his tongue is the size of John's head. <laughs> and we met him outside and the guy was like, no, Clancy, no. It's not even the dog's real name, oh. by the way. Can't remember what the real yeah. name is. Um but loves a lick, that dog. How does John go with the dog? We have dogs. It's oh. just this dog's tongue was bigger than one <laughs> he's accustomed to and he didn't quite know what to do about it. How long is he allowed to be on set for? I think it's four hours a day if he has an hour lunch break in there somewhere. And they wouldn't use him that long usually, would they? No. It's v- 
very rare. We've had a few inst- like circumstances where it's happened because things have run late. Mm-hmm. But then there's rules for like every, I think it's every 50 minutes he's on set, he has to have a 10-minute break. Every scene he's in is quite succinct, so it doesn't seem like they'd be writing extensive monologues <laughs> for him. Or... No, definitely not. <laughs> um, Who knows, soon and they might. Yeah, that's what they've been saying. <laughs> yeah. He'll They're just... like, he needs to say more, please. Like, why? Oh, because you're going to Carl and Susan say that his favourite word, they say to Andrew, is more, please. I'm like, he doesn't say that, like, ever. He'll say mine or no <laughs> and please, but never more please. Yes, yeah, so they've got to, they've got that run the wrong way. They've got to ask him what he says, then write, yeah, write the script. Yeah, that's right. Then Andrea has a nice time, plays with him on the mat, which was really sweet. I just couldn't work out why his legs were so far apart from each other. <laughs> it was just like, I'm doing the splits. <laughs> do you have issues with, like, continuity where he has to do the same thing more than once? And he just won't. He's pretty good, weirdly. Um, <laughs> it is weird. Uh, in a scene on Wednesday, I cannot remember who was talking. I know Shane and Dippy were talking in the kitchen and John was on the couch with Kersha and Willow and he just the next scene he's not there. Mm-hmm. They throw back, he's gone. And then you see his little, like, you just see the back of his head next to um, Shane in the kitchen. And he'd gone from the couch to the kitchen, take a magnet, and he goes back to the couch. <laughs> And I, they were running late that day and I said to the poor guy, I'm like, oh, Chris, I'm so sorry. He goes, it'll be fine. Watch. You know he's going to go back to the fridge. And he did. He went back to the fridge, got the same magnet, took it back to the couch and landed back in that spot almost the exact same line that was delivered the previous take. This is incredible behaviour. Yeah. I'm really excited for the future of showbiz. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not often a man from Neighbours becomes an Oscar winning <laughs> star. We can only hope. You're going to get to go. That's what all the boys do. They take their mum. Oh, yes. Hopefully my hair will have grown back by then. <laughs> oh, by then you can just get whatever you want on your head. That's you'll, true. you'll have a team. Ooh, I like it. So then they take that family photo. She likes a hard copy photo, that one, because mm. then she pulls out another photo That's in a minute. Evidence. When she was back at her house going through her hard copy photos and she pulls out a picture of Crystal Ian mm-hmm. with another ginger man who is, and I thought Ian was the guy on the bench, that scene with Bench D and this rando. Oh, I missed this entirely. There's another ginger man and he's Benchman. And so Benchman is in the photo with Ian and Andrea D. Karen. Yes. Wow. So there's two gingers and Madeline West. It was Tasmania. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there'd be more than one ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Two gingers in a Madeline West sounds like a great buddy comedy. It does. <laughs> so we don't know what's going to unfold there. What does that even mean? But she had that sly look on her face. She always does. She's Karen Andrew D. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian. We tried to teach John if he was going to call her anything, it had to be Andy. Because oh. then when he dropped the A, it was the D, it was D in case <gasps> D came back. So we were like, how are we going to do this? He never called her anything. I think he called her mum, but yeah. like because he saw yeah. me. Yeah. But also, if he called her D, like maybe he would be the person that decided what this character actually is. <laughs> True. <laughs> the poor kids are going to be so confused and be like, especially after what she did to Nelly. Like if she, if D walked in, even if it was D, D Nelly would be like, uh, I don't get it. The scrape scrape game. <laughs> okay, let's touch on briefly the ceramic horse storyline. Oh gosh, because. It was an accident. I didn't want to recap any of it, but it was accidentally in this episode. So let's – Valance – Vance is still sniffing around Ramsey Street even though Therese said he had to beat it. Yeah. He's hung around because he wanted to finalise this sale of this quote-unquote hot horse. 
Now, I've never heard of a stolen racehorse before. Do you refer to it like a car? Like, I know you have a hot car or whatever. You, a hot is I stolen. I don't think anyone in the car stealing business would say that. It's just I've never, I can't imagine anyone saying hot horse. I think they'd just say horse. So Vance says... Stolen horse? <laughs> I think they wouldn't say anything because they got caught. And so Vance says, word for word, things have become too hot with the horse. So i got to get out of town. So it turns out that there was no reason for Vance to be there, really. Nah. He stirred up some trouble. Yeah, but like, that's it. But Roxy was setting the bar on fire, totally fine, on her own without a bloke to come and help her be a mischievous troublemaker. Roxy's got those shorts. Yeah. She didn't need anything else. No. She is gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. She looks at, even watching here at home. She's so, so tiny. Yeah. She walks around oh, really? and she's got these ginormous wedges on and she's still tiny. She doesn't look that tiny on the telly. No, she does. She's so little. Because her hair takes up the whole frame. It's amazing. They've got a new buyer for this horse. Of course they do. So Pierce is going to buy the horse because he's just like that. Because um, So Pierce is back. So he was Bachelor Team. I don't know if you... Are a Bachelor fan? Not back then. No. Richie was my first Bachelor. Oh, yeah, I watched the OG, Tim, and then I was yeah, done. I, I was you out of Tim be. too. Him yeah. and the honey badger. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand why a man has to be called a honey badger. I don't understand that I don't at understand all. why yeah. you have those curls or that moustache. Yeah. That. <laughs> and I Googled it because I thought like it was a thing. Like, like no. a sports manoeuvre or mm. something. Mm. Yeah, like I did a honey badger. Yeah. I, I don't it's know. It's probably because of the colour of his hair, is know. it? I Look, I still didn't get any answers from Googling it. And our um, international friends, just just I'm, all you need to know is that The Bachelor took a dive after Series 1. Mm. And, um, and some people question the validity of having Bachelor team on our screens. And I'm quite enjoying Pierce as a mogul that's just on the street buying horses and who cares what else. I like it. It's fun. I think, you know, random eastern suburbs hotel venues – Need two millionaires, mm. and we've got Paul and we've got Pierce. Mm. Why not? Paul can't buy everything. He's no. got give. He's buying businesses. He's buying all of Leo's failures. He can't buy everything. Oh, Leo! Speaking, Paul and Leo are reconnecting over this bloody mm. horse. Ugh, I don't want them to reconnect. I do. Why is Leo's cocktail long and salty? Yes. Is what I want to know. Can we talk about that? Yeah, just Roxy for a second? was making cocktails based on all the people in her life, and that was Leo's. He does like always have a gleam. Spicy was it short and spicy? That was Annie T. Yeah, to rage. Yeah, that's okay. I get that, but yeah, to so rage. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, because she flies into one. But, but long Often. and salty. It, was... it just doesn't. I mean, he's stringy, isn't yeah. he? And he is always got a gleam. Yeah, I just I don't think she settled on the best words no. for that cocktail. Because no. I always think of like South Park. What if and she salty? What if she just said a dark and stormy? Yes. That could have been good. Good choice. Yeah. However, there's no time for cocktails. Sorry. Vance has got to go on the run. Oh. And he it's... wants to take Therese with him. What was that? Oh. She doesn't have time to faff around with you, mate. But she says, I love it. She says, I love my life. Go away. What I did love in the ludicrousness of this horse plot was a very real moment with Therese and Paul in their relationship. It all comes out later in the week that Therese was the first love, ugh, I hate that term, of Vance. She just wants to say I lost my virginity to him, but it didn't no. seem appropriate. And then everyone's shocked and they're like, why didn't you tell us? And she's like, well, I couldn't because the plot wouldn't let me to, to say. Do you remember when Therese was going out with Leo? Ugh. And they all sat around like, you know, school kids and talked about when they had their first kiss. Maybe that was Vance she was talking about. 
I did enjoy that Vance remembered that she's Greek and were like, to rage Petrides, the mm. my old love, you know. Like I'd liked that somebody remembered she's got a Greek heritage. Yeah, she doesn't have time. She's got to run a hotel. Vance, go back to the Abernathy station and leave her alone. By the way, he's going to drive all the way to Darwin on that bike. <laughs> he's got his $200 from the Backlane Bar float. That's a long trip. Ooh. So Paul sees them have a... A very sexually charged hug. Yeah, it was. When the cat's out of the bag, Paul is like, okay, I understand why you didn't tell your niece that you dated her boyfriend, but why didn't you tell me? Is there something still going on? And she hesitates for too long, like an idiot. And she reads Paul the right act about honesty and how Mm. dare he judge her, but also that she enjoyed the nostalgia. She's only human. She liked reconnecting with that side of herself. And every time she was tempted, she chose Paul. And I thought that was very realistic, an interesting way to play it, and I'm glad they did that. I also think they're going to incorporate the saddle into their sex <laughs> horse. Oh, God. Anyway, he doesn't. Did they keep the saddle from the I horse? mean, I think she probably had to. She probably bought a spare. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of talk about bear backing. Uh, did she keep the bull? <laughs> I don't know. What happened to that bull? No, I think it went back to the higher place. Because oh. she said, it's got to be out of my yard by five o'clock or whatever. Maybe she was afraid of the side of herself that would come out. Mm. She took some of the best pictures I've ever seen of her on that bull. Yeah. Amazing. Her leg, whatever that line is called that goes up with the muscles, it was astounding. Maybe that's what he saw. He saw Roxy in her shorts and then he saw that muscle in her leg and he was torn. Mm. He she would have torn something. He's just a short leg man. <laughs> Are you a leg man? I'm a short leg man. <laughs> um, Half leg man. <laughs> Tarage is a one-leg man. That's all we need to know. <laughs> Pierce wants to send this horse to Royal Ascot. Yeah. That is the most new money thing I've ever heard in my life, by the way, Pierce. <laughs> Firstly, um, there was a chat on Neighbours Council and my husband was pretty excited that he partook in that chat, by the way. So a horse needs a passport. I didn't know that. Yeah, your husband vol- your husband oh. volunteered that information. Yeah. Thank you, Hamish. So- we had Helen who just pulled apart this entire plot line and I loved it and I'm going to read out what she said. She said... So Pierce bought a horse to run at Royal Ascot next week. Um, think there may be a few issues with that, like, I don't know, quarantine, race entries, no obvious trainer, the fact that it spent most of its time tied up in a barn. And another small point, it's stolen. How are you planning to get it out of the country and into another one? Not even a dubious racing jurisdiction, but the biggest race meeting in the world. Also, I think they'll find that that mare might be a gelding. Mic drop. Wow. Helen, you do not mess with the neighbours councillors, they will call you out on your shit. And I think that's the thing. Like if I bought a horse with my new money, with my wine money or whatever he's got <laughs> money from, I would be like, oh, I'm going to enter it in the Melbourne Cup, right? Because I know nothing, yeah. right? And so it just feels like he went Royal Ascot. Yeah. That's it. That's where I'm going to send this horse. Royal sounds super fancy. It is. I mean, it's in England. Just royal. Yeah, yeah. royal anything. Hmm. Yeah. Royal Melbourne show. Yeah, there we go. Let's take the horse there. It'll be comfortable there because it can just be tied up in a barn. So whatever. What we do at this point is we like to award citizen or citizen of the week. Just so you know, your son has never been citizen. You're right. He hasn't. Yes. He hasn't been either. But I just want to specify yeah. to a human that I've never <laughs> called her son a citizen. <laughs> Even when he turned up. Oh, yeah. See, I would have forgiven you for that. Yeah, that was a huge bombshell. When you when it was revealed to you that he would be 
Toadfish Rebecca's son. How did you react to that? I mean, you had to go back and figure out what that meant, right? No. So I got an email and it said, you've got to bring John in to meet his um, on-screen parents. It's going to be Eve Morey and Ryan Maloney. And I was out with my mother's group mums for a walk. And we were taking a feeding break for all the babies, which never feed at the same time. And I read the email. I was like, oh, Ryan Maloney. And one of the girls goes, oh, my God, it's Tony. And I was like, no. So I quickly Google. I should have remembered because yeah. I watched like a yeah. fiend in high school. I was like, oh, my God, it is. And then somebody said, you shouldn't say that. He could lose his job. You've let out a secret. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It just happened. And I was totally in shock. And then I went, well, they both got big ears. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Imagine if the mother's group mums were the ones that were leaking to Digital Spy. <laughs> I love that even in this circumstance, a mother can be mother shamed. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah, well, mothers can still technically do wrong, can't they? No. (laughs) Not in my house. (laughs) I loved all those tidbits. I can't wait. Yeah, it's, I love, I'm obsessed with, um, Child stars. I love. I used to read. I've read Shirley Temple's autobiography, which was amazing. I loved, you know, Olsen Twins. Yeah, I'm you're going to read John's. Read, in I, do, I do know that she does like a lot of his Instagram pictures, videos. We've got a mutual friend, which is you. <laughs> True. Katie knew our mutual oh, friend, yeah. Katie, a long time before she should have because I can't keep a secret. Um, oh, you're allowed to tell your immediate friends and family. Yes, but I probably Not got over it. Not when it's a DeAndrea situation. Yeah, <laughs> well, we didn't. I didn't know that. So oh. when they, like, all I knew was that he was going to be even Ryan's child, that mm. they were going to be his parents. So I didn't know anything about the scandal until I got the script on the Friday night for the following week. And only the script that involves John. And I laughed and I went, why are you sending me that? He can't talk. I don't need that. <laughs> And like, no, no, sometimes it helps funny. for you to know what's going on. And I've found it actually does help me to get in my headspace or at least know where we have to be in like if we're in studio or if we're outside. But I didn't know any of that. So I couldn't spoil that. But I had told Katie and she was like, oh, no, I can't keep a secret either. And I have this friend who does a podcast <laughs> and I and I asked her who was pregnant on Neighbours and she said, no one, why, what do you know? And now I'm in trouble. I can't talk to her. <laughs> Oh, so Katie, I don't even remember that. Because she was like, I tried to get feelers out there (laughs) and then she was super suspicious and now I'm afraid I've said something I shouldn't have. But see, everyone's in safe hands because I don't like spoilers. It's fun to know, but even when I do know, I'm back from my extras days, I never used to ruin it. I never used to go to Digital Spy. (laughs) Like, I just don't, like, it's a soap. We're going to find out next week what happens. That's right. But yeah, I haven't looked at any Digital Spy or anything. I don't want to know because I just feel like, all of these actors, writers, producers, camera people, all of the people on Neighbours have put in years and years and years to this storyline. And 16, yeah. to be precise. Yeah, 16. <laughs> there was some guy or girl working on this story for 16 years and I just want to let them have it. Yeah, let them have it. Just do it. I know. I was wicked on Digital Spy before John Scenes <laughs> because I was like, Mum would. My mum would Google stuff. She has spoilers for everything. She wants to know who the bachelor, like who wins the bachelor before it's done, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she would text me and tell me, even though she knows I'm watching. Um, and she would Google, and she's like, "Oh, I found these pictures of John online," and she would send me like links to Digital Spy, photos she'd found online, all this stuff. I have more photos on my phone from my mum than I've ever found of my child myself. But the thing is, what I was more excited about, rather than going, "Oh, there's a love child," I was, "Oh." Oh, I know there's a my friend's friend's baby is on TV. That's great. It's a so that's a super exciting moment. That yeah. was more I wanted I was more excited about that event. So I was thrilled, you know, to see him well, up there. One of her friends, and I don't know who it was, actually came up with iconic John. 
It's that a great was a, name. That was a thing that did not come from us. It came from Katie sharing pictures of John on her Instagram. And I think it was because he's John and no babies are ever John. <laughs> no. Mm. No. So I think it was meant to be like ironic John maybe, but somehow it came to iconic John mm. and it just stuck. So when I told the agent, I was like, oh, my friends are calling him iconic John. She's like, that could stick. And then he got this job and that made it even funnier. And you know what's a great title for his memoirs? Mm. Citizen Citizen of the Week. I can't even decide if he's a citizen or a citizen, but I'm going to go with Ian. <laughs> because he really progressed this story a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I think citizen status is warranted. Yeah. Though. I mean, he doesn't seem like a nice guy. But he's around crystals. Who knows what he's inhaling. That's it's, true. There's got to be some incense going in there. I don't know if anyone at this table will get this, but, like, I feel like the crystal thing was definitely a shout-out to Spencer Pratt from Laguna Beach slash The Hills. Right. And it was enjoyable for anyone that has been involved in those shows. It just reminded me of me in the early 90s getting into crystals, putting rose quartz in my pocket thinking a boy would like me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Valid reaction. You have a boy that likes you. Yep. So it worked out. Yep. <laughs> Locked that down. Yep. Both our names are on the rent. He's sitting at home connected to um to crystals now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Citizen Kersha has to be done. She's the only one who's concerned for the family safety and to the point where she's physically taking one of the children out of the room to make sure they're okay. You know, Nellie's never had, you know, good parental assistance and now her mother's passed. Yeah. So it's good that someone's there for someone her. Someone stepped up. And the other day, Yashvi was like, save some of Sonia's ashes so Nell can scatter them. These, Gosh, these girls. These girls are stepping up. Oh, you both stole mine. I was like, Ian first. And then I went, no, actually, sassy pants. Well, we were going to save you so you could have John Hugo. Oh, that's cheating. Okay. Well, he didn't though, really do anything, right? Like if he had. Uh, yeah, true. I think Kersha. Okay. Sassy pants. That was awesome. Well, that was so fun. I loved hearing all about that. I can't wait for his diva years. <laughs> diva years. I think we're there now. We had him. We yeah. had some today. Well, Renee, you can give us both your and John's Instagram handles. And we should say you, you are the moderator of his Instagram. Mainly because he, he can't do it yet. He, he is trying to unlock my phone. He doesn't know my pin code. <laughs> Um, seriously, I'm like, oh, I don't know how many bad attempts you get before it locks me out. Be careful. Please don't touch mummy's phone. Have you not? I had to take mine off because they lock it for like six years. But also I've written my pin number on my screen. <laughs> I was wondering what that was before. Stop. You Come haven't. On. It's from my bank card. That's I'm a normal person. <laughs> no, no, it's, pre- it's, it's a prepaid card. So, so there's no money okay. in it. We need to go support Renee, firstly on Instagram. Okay, so my Instagram is U-B-E-R underscore Q-T. Uber cutie? Yes, but not like cutie like the word, like Q-T, the yes. letters. People get that wrong. Yes. Um, and Iconic John, so Iconic and John. Details will be there for people to support your world's greatest shave stunt. It's on stunt. both accounts. And you can, they can see your beautiful hair and head. Yes. <laughs> My cold head. CJ. CJ, the hot mess mum on internet. Internet. <laughs> <laughs> on the Google. <laughs> That's great. Should I start? No, I like it. Leave okay. it. Don't change it. On internet, you can follow Neighbours Pod on Twitter, neighbourspod.com, and our chat group is the Neighbours Council. I'm Vaya Pashos on Twitter or Vays, V-A-Y-S, on Instagram. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash neighbourspod. 
just get a skyrocketing up to 100 and let's go do a live stream from Pinot Court or if you've got a, a better suggestion, post it, please. Or I reckon if we get to like whatever you guys want us to do, we'll probably do it. You can pledge at Imogen Willis retainer level, which is $100. And my, I didn't couldn't think of any rewards, so I just wrote there, we'll just do whatever you want. So, so Yeah, so really just one of them will do it, right? Yeah. 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 Thanks, gang. Uh, we'll be back next week. I don't know who. Some permutation of us will be here. Yep. And thanks, Renee. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Can you give John a big hug for us? Uh, we call it a big squish, but I definitely can. <laughs> Great. I love that. Bye. Bye. See ya. Don't be a bad boy, Johnny. Don't you slip up or play the fool. Oh, no, ma. Oh, no, da. I'll be your golden boy. I will obey every golden rule. Get told by the tea.